0: I'm Austin from PopXCast, a pop culture podcast part of the Gonna Geek Network. Just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GonnaGeekNetwork.com. Welcome to The Crash Couch. I'm Ian, and I'm here with Joel. Joel, how are you? I'm just great uh, for whatever day it is today, Ian.
1: And I can't wait to talk about this episode of The Expanse.
0: Yes, Subduction Episode 3. A good episode with a lot of big reveals and surprises. A good look at Mars, kind of really for the first time. Um, Kind of diving into more of what everyday life kind of might look like on Mars. Uh, what the inside of a police station looks like on Mars. What Joel and I are going to do, and it's just us today, we're going to bounce some ideas off each other. We're going to go through this episode kind of scene by scene, give our thoughts, and, uh, yeah.
1: Oh, just the tension in this episode. Uh, I know it's just the third episode of season four, but uh, this episode is all about building tension.
0: It's amazing. Yes, completely agree. Any scene with Murtry... It's high intensity. <laughs> Not much has to be going on. He just has to give you that icy stare. Uh, you know, Mertry's just trying to do the right thing. Really, <laughs>
1: I think people. I don't know about that. Yeah, he he likes his self-interest. I give you that.
0: There's there's an argument to be made, I guess, that he's just following law and order. That he's just you know, the thing. I think the thing that's kind of hard because they established Murtry as like a bad guy so quickly is right. that he really did deal with so many of his people dying, basically in what seems like a terrorist attack.
1: That's true. But the the reason why Murtry is such uh, I and we can't swear on this podcast, uh, such a jerk <laughs> is because yeah, he may feel bad on one side, but he's more of a psychopath. He probably doesn't have feelings he's using that as, an, as a pretense to do a bunch of bad stuff and try to you know, ratchet control over this new colony. Uh,
0: right,
1: because yeah. F- yeah. Because uh, I'm not sure if it's in this episode or a previous episode or episode to become, which I'm going to talk around it, but he has an interest <laughs> f- in the colony seceding from a business point of view.
0: Yes. Yes, he does. So, he does. And we will get to that when we get to that. Absolutely. Uh- All right, so let's start scene one, right? We we open up, Murtry had just killed somebody, right? At the end of episode two. And all of a sudden it's like, hey, there's lightning coming towards your camp. And we've got this crazy scene where this chain reaction's been set off by Miller, the proto molecule, something. And we have a very, uh, lightning coming in a straight line, which for humans is bizarre. Uh, We have essentially this, I think if you look at Illus kind of like it's a machine, it's less weird because it's orderly, but it's a planet, and to see lightning acting in a way that we're not used to at all, pretty freaky. Uh, Cool, though, that you could predict where it's going to strike.
1: Listen, Ian. I want that from my iPhone. That app. That'd be amazing <laughs> if you can control the lightning on the planet. Oh God! Forget the weather apps. I have like you know how to make weather apps. That's where the money is.
0: Oh, it's a, a great idea, <laughs> especially uh, for the next time I'm lost in the wilderness and I need to start a fire real quick.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's a very uh, specific use uh, case. <laughs> we've come so far as a
0: species, haven't we? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So we've got this. Camping scene, this whole thing. And we, we we end up hopping up onto um the ship with Naomi. And she's taking meds, checking to see if being on the planet is getting worse. Right. Uh, and so I think for her it's she's kind of desperate to stay planet side. She wants to feel like she Uh, is capable, that she's strong enough that she can be kind of maybe one of the guys, but it's also, I think, maybe a personal pride thing.
1: And I think it's a Belter pride thing as well. Yeah. You know, uh, Belters are tough people and they don't want to show weakness and you see that in Naomi, both Mm -hmm. generally Mm -hmm. and specifically to her own character. Right, yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, And then, so she's, yeah, so she's checking up to make sure she's okay. And then we we, uh, bounce over to the Edward Israel to check out uh, Zach Smadu, who is Dr. Fayez Sarkis, talking to uh, Dr. Akoi, And they're having a back and forth conversation about the lightning. Uh, and they're catching on to the fact that it's not natural. That it is actually, um, something is causing it to happen and strike at very specific points. And um, this is where Dr. Sarkis kind of uh, points to where Alex and Holden are. Saying, I think this this originated here, and so Doctor O'Koy is like, "Oh, okay. Well, let's go check it out." Yeah, and he's like, "Ah, we don't need to check it out. We got this covered. It's all yeah, yeah. Don't don't worry about it. Nothing to to see here. here.
1: Yeah, bit of a hand waving. It's okay. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it." But you're dealing with a scientist, right? A science type. So it's like,
0: ah, but the empirical evidence. Right. Yes, exactly. Oh, it's always about the empirical
1: evidence. Like evidence, like proof. Really?
0: Okay. Oh, these doctors are so annoying. Uh, (laughs) I guess I'm calling them doctors because that's what they are. Doctors in the show, but they are scientists. It's what I meant. Absolutely. So after that scene, we've got this whole opening scene where they're figuring out what's going on with the lightning and everything. And then we're, we leave Illis and we go to Avasarela, who is on her plane. Her plane. <laughs> it looks like a plane, but is definitely a spaceship leaving Mars. Uh, and she's kind of thinking about like how everything on Mars just went. Talking to her uh, old husband, who is also a new husband. And this is something I want to talk up to. We have Michael ben I'm not sure how to say his last name, Ben-Yar, uh, right. playing Arjun. And I am just not sold on their chemistry at all.
1: Well, I can see that. You have a very powerful woman, and you want to have a, a, a male who's unthreatening, uh, who's intelligent, so you can have conversations with them. But he's basically a big friend, right? Uh, as opposed to someone uh, that has some sort of sexual chemistry to the other person.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah and i guess uh, there was um uh the actor's name escapes me who played arjun in seasons one two three right who i think did a very good job of portraying uh that he cherished Avicerella. and yes. i and i think that's the biggest thing that's missing is i agree yeah. yeah a level of uh of cherishing her of doting over her um being a source that she can really confide in he almost seems like he's just like an advisor
1: yeah he's kind of like a, the the you know i don't want to say useless but the not very useful relative type that you want to incorporate because they're family but uh yeah you don't really trust him all that much and yeah. that will come yeah and it's like okay he, he can talk about certain things and he's okay but just don't make him re- make any real decisions yeah so it's a trusting within relationship But It is,
0: uh, it is, yeah. And we'll see how maybe the chemistry improves over time. I I don't know. I'm just not a fan of of that dynamic right now. We have Avicerela leaving Mars, and then we go to Mars, where we see Bobby eating some food. And uh, something that I love is she just has her phone device thing out on the table. And I've talked about this. I talked about this in 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 our first episode, where I just love the way that they've portrayed mobile technology specifically in this season
1: because it's everywhere it's omnipresent and people just deal with it it's it's like just this is how these people live they live on information and they have the phone when they want to have a drink at the bar it's on the bar it's amazing
0: right yeah exactly well it's kind of it, it, it's i feel like almost like a it's a, a very accurate representation of where our technology in real life is actually going to go because I mean, right now, you know, if I'm sitting at a table, my phone's out on the table. We go to the scene. Bobby's just checking out some information that's on her phone that's on the table. Uh, And the big difference is she could take whatever's there and, like, somehow swipe it to the nearest screen. Right, yeah. And that's, again, something that I would like to really dive into is how the AI works. Um, wow. Or what the thought process is behind how that works. Um, if there even really is, I don't know, but uh, what I want to talk about most in this kind of scene on Mars is uh, where Bobby walks past a group of school kids who are kind of working with this holographic puzzle of the ship that I thought was so cool. Oh, it's so,
1: it's so excellent. It, it's like, uh, you know. <laughs> young education for folks in a public space you can just go and tap in if you're a kid and it can help try to build like e- useful things right how do you how to do engineering in a useful way to not only educate yourself and to train your brain but to put it in a, an environment where it will be useful to the society that you live in in this case you know, Mars
0: right yeah exactly
1: it, it, it's amazing it's like oh I want that in my public you know spaces in my city I live in in, in real life. That would be awesome. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'd love to see that. It's it's so cool. And uh, it gives kind of a cool uh, glimpse into part of the educational system of Mars. And uh, one thing that you notice is the school kids wear uniforms, which probably doesn't come as a surprise, given that it feels like everybody wears uniforms on Mars. Um, but something that I think it's so easy to gloss over is the technicality of just shooting that scene where you've got, uh, I don't know, 10 – people who are waving their arms in different directions and you've suddenly, and you've got to sync that up to make it make sense with what's happening with this hologram. And so if you actually watch the x-ray for this episode on Amazon, there is a piece uh, with a voiceover by uh, Frankie Adams. And uh, she talks kind of about how they had to choreograph every person had their own movements that they had to do every time they shoot it, the exact same movements um, so that the visual effects team could Um, accurately uh, create a holograph that has several pieces that all look like it was actually going with what everybody was doing Uh, so very technical shooting and choreography really for five seconds
1: yeah it's yeah it's so wicked but uh before we go on ian X ray, explain to X ray to me. It's an Amazon thing, right? I'm not familiar. Yeah, with
0: that. yeah, yeah. So X ray is basically behind the scenes look that Amazon does for a lot of its shows, if not all of its shows. Uh, where, um, so if I'm like, if I'm looking at it now, right? So I would hit uh, X ray, view all. This is for episodes uh, for this specific episode. There's an after show that's about five minutes long, three to five minutes long for every episode. Really? Where the actors are all kind of sitting around a table, kind of talking about different scenes. Um, and then you have. Some kind of fun little extra. Um, And the extra for the next episode is amazing. And I'll talk about it when we record it. Um, But you also have a lot of concept art as well.
1: So, okay, I'm an older guy. I have a couple years on you and Arian. okay? I'm sitting at home in my (laughs) apartment. I'm, I'm having a glass of wine, which I sometimes do because I'm Joel. I'm watching the episode on my smart TV right now, right, on Amazon Prime. How, mm-hmm. do I, how do I actually get into X-Ray? Do I hit pause and there's some sort of button I need to yep.
0: uh Yeah, on? so if you, if you hit pause, it should, uh, on Amazon usually, if pausing it will pull up like the cast, just like in general, like who's oh, in the scene. Yes, I, I see and, it now. Yeah. And I, then above that, you see X-Ray. Select that and then look at all. And that'll show you everything for the scene.
1: He just blew my mind. I have no idea this existed. Yeah, Thanks, it's super game. cool. Yeah, yeah it's I'm awesome. into it now. That's it's amazing, and and it shows the concept art of the expanse for this episode, episode number three. Yep, uh, amazing. Okay. Who knows? So yeah, And, then and I'm in Canada, so it's, it's available in Canada. Who knew? Okay.
0: Well, now you know. Yeah, they got, it has the cast, everyone who's in it. You have the characters, who's in the episode, the major characters. Right. And then you have uh, the music, which is super cool. Uh, in this particular case, the only music that they actually have in the scenes you can listen to on Amazon Music is the opening title. Oh, right. um, but yeah, and then if you want to, you can jump to different scenes in the show, which is cool. So X-Ray is super, super cool. And I think if you um, are a... a avid fan of the expanse you need to watch that content because it's very cool behind the scenes stuff and i'm probably going to talk about it in every one of these episodes we record i
1: have to go back and watch every episode and every x-ray uh content that's available thanks thanks for that yeah yeah that's
0: really really cool
1: i'll just take take tomorrow off from work i'm
0: good thanks (laughs) there you go all right so let's keep moving so Bobby yep. ends up having this conversation with a couple of people. This I, th- I love it. It's one of those conversations that's like supposed to look like it's this inconspicuous meeting. But right. it's so obvious it's some it's some kind of nefarious conversation going on, you know? <laughs> uh the classic, like, well, if you if you sit this way on the bench, I'll sit backwards. And then it won't look like we're talking to each other. Kind of a <laughs> thing, which I thought was hysterical. But she's basically being told like, Hey, you want to help out uh your is it cousin? Cousin, right? Nephew. If you want to help nephew. out your nephew, yeah, um, you're gonna have to do a job for me, and you know. So she has to face the reality of like, ah, oh, crap. Like, yeah. Uh, am, do we know the quote bad guy? Yeah.
1: yeah. Do we know the name of the young uh, blonde woman who is like the young uh, like gangster type? Like, she's a twenty old kind, kind. Yeah of girl? she
0: she goes yeah she goes by Lily. Lily. Uh, ah, yeah. 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 She's interesting. Yeah. Lily, yeah. Um, and so we've got this this new internal struggle that bobby's gonna that bobby's gonna face um and then we've got an interesting scene with uh dr lucia who's checking out uh some kid a kid's eye um who says their eye has been bugging them uh which is just something interesting to think about as we move forward uh is it, itch, itchy eyeballs or maybe not itchy but maybe there's some 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 an issue with the eyeballs Yes, be interesting Uh, to see. Very, very important scene setting, I don't know, something up, maybe. Who knows? Yeah,
1: let's see what happens.
0: Let's see what happens. And then we have uh, another scene where we have Lucia and um, Naomi just kind of chat and get to know each other a little bit better. And we find out that um, Jacob and Lucia's daughter, Felsia, wants to have a formal education, a very important piece uh, that's going to come into play.
1: Yeah, and can you blame her? Like who doesn't want a formal education,
0: going to university? yeah, oh. you know, good on her. All oh, right, absolutely. Yeah, uh, especially when you don't have much say in where your parents have dragged you. Absolutely. Onto it's, a new planet, it's almost that's trying to kill yeah, everybody.
1: Yeah, it's almost like Luke Skywalker wants to go and go, go off and join the the rebellion, right? It's just a way to get out from your home your turf and to better yourself.
0: It's a kid being a kid. Yeah, absolutely. Different motivations,
1: yes. but yeah. Yes, yeah. could be could have been um, me if I was in Mars. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Side note: Every time I I, I see the cast for the Expanse on Amazon, Burn Gorman, uh, who plays Bertry, as you can see it, the character that they have, like his his headshot, is the British character. I don't know what it's from, but <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. Uh, that's um, classic. All right, so let's keep cruising through. Um, so we have Amos, kind of. Uh, being himself and saying, "I need something. I'm going to go get it." So he goes over to where RCE is and takes her stuff. And like, you can't do that. And he's like, "Why not?" Ends up uh, dropping it, probably breaking some guy's foot, getting into a little bit of a fist fight. Ah, yeah, more power uh, to then, him. eh? All oh, right, exactly. Yeah, more yeah. power to him. Yeah,
1: yeah. He, he's just he he sees something that needs to be done. He just does it. He doesn't care about violence.
0: He doesn't care about himself. exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so him and him and Way get into a little bit of a. Back and forth, you know, and he kind of basically just draws a line and says, Is this me? We're not, uh, quote, screwing anymore. <laughs> and she kind of yeah. has that, like, you know, that, uh, uh, uh take totally taken aback <laughs> by his. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. And she used the word, oh, uh, no, 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 no. I guess. It, when you hear yeah. the words, I guess, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I was, wow. I was pr- pretty funny you could tell it totally caught her off guard it was just a really really funny moment you, you, uh, you, after
1: <laughs> no, go ahead but you just you think about this right if you're you're the woman in this in this relationship uh, quote unquote it's like you just did this you just almost got shot and you're just wondering if you're gonna have sex later this afternoon i know it's oh, yeah. amazing <laughs> he's so primal and, and, and she's like oh 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 no 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 oh oh oh, oh yeah I guess <laughs> it's like, oh god! So there's no so guessing involved. That's so great.
0: <laughs> yeah, just uh, totally taken aback. Um, all right. So after this scene, we have it. It's this is crazy. Going through the scene by scene, I realize how this episode I feel like is what sets up the rest of the season. There's so many, so many things that happen. Uh, Nancy Gow comes in and tender's her resignation. And has a little bit of a back and forth with Ava Sorella where they end up basically saying, you know, see you on stage. I'm looking forward to debating you uh, like uh, good politicians. Just out of the scene of like the
1: West Wing, if the West Wing was still a thing from the TV show from, right. the, yeah, from the 2000s. Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so we've got after this another very, very key moment, a very key reveal. We find out that Isai is a cop.
1: Oh, Isai.
0: We've Isai Martin. Isai. Yeah, yes. the,
1: the gangster on Mars, or the smuggler, or whoever he is.
0: Yes. So we find out that uh oh. So Bobby goes to report a missing person, and there's something that's really cool. I love this. Is another one of those little technology tidbits. Is um as Bobby walks in, all of her information is uh, auto filled out on this uh, kiosk that we can see. She walks in, her name, her um uh i'm looking at it right now i can't really tell who it's but i mean it's all all of her pertinent information she goes to say that her nephew's missing it pulls up her nephew all the stuff that happens automatically which is really cool and i think something very awesome happens uh where we have bobby and the cop and there's a scene right around 20 let's see here it's right around 21 uh I think it's right when she sees Isai for the first time. There's a, a back and forth. Yeah, that's right. So she turns her. She's sitting down. It's so perfect. She's sitting down just waiting for the cop. Turns around. It's Isai. And it's a shot up at him, right? So if you're looking up at somebody, it's like they're An authority figure. And he's got just security camera footage behind him from all over mars yeah and she's got eyes everywhere oh and
1: and she says something like oh you're an effing cop or something
0: (laughs) yeah and she just it just
1: just just looks down on the ground going yeah i'm screwed
0: (laughs) yeah it's so funny Uh, yeah yeah you're a goddamn cop um and uh it's just such a great scene where it just again just great cinematography great writing Establishes who he is so quickly, uh, which I, I absolutely love. Uh, um,
1: it shows a level of sophistication to his criminality. This is not right. some street gang leader. It's not some, you know, part timer or dilettante. This guy knows his his stuff. He's in the business, he sees it from both sides, he's very well connected and he knows how to play the system. He knows how to play people. Mm-hmm. He's like a like a master criminal.
0: Yeah. All right, exactly. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, he's been able to get away with what he's been doing as a cop, so don't mess with him. Um, And then so for the next scene, we have Alex and Holden with Dr. Uh, Okoy kind of heading out to where um, the uh, Dr. Sarkis on the Edward Israel had kind of told them to go check it out, right? And of course, Holden and Alex are like, "Well, we've already been out here. This is awkward. Um, And while they're out there, Um, they basically are told about a new um, important place to go check out, basically. So they're there for a second. They're being mysterious. Dr. is getting kind of annoyed with them, like, you know, you're not telling me everything. And then uh, Dr. Sarkis uh, later uh, in the continuation of the scene says, hey, go somewhere else. But we have a very intense and important scene after this, which is where Murtry and Amos sit down for the first time and we have probably my favorite line, maybe my favorite line from Amos for this entire season.
1: Uh, wait, wait, wait. So uh, how about now to see the line? That'd be cool? Is now is good? <laughs> uh, like, uh, like, uh, like, I'm free. <laughs> that, was, that was perfect. That was perfect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, free. I'm free right now.
0: Yeah, it's the best line. Just like, let's just get this over with now. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, so I wait.
1: Yeah, so Merti says something like, uh, I think someday we'll get bloody together. we we'll get bloody, right? Exactly, use, yeah. Use the yeah. verb bloody or adjective, I should say, bloody. It's like, oh, how about now? Oh, God, that's great. That's so amused. Yeah, oh, I love it. And it's like, what about yeah. now? I'm free right now. And the, the, the second part is the dig, right? The first one's the shocker. Yep. The second part is the, the extra huckle going, yeah, like, I'm the author alpha male yeah let's go <laughs> okay.
0: yep yeah exactly and this really kind of shows up how their dynamics going to play out for the rest of the season again mm-hmm. another thing that's totally being set up in episode three here um and amos calls mercury out for who he is we're both killers but the difference is mercury gets off on it and amos doesn't yeah but they but they are both have the capability of being stone cold killers yeah, it's
1: kind of splitting the hair. One's on, more on the moral side, or at least morally neutral. The other one is just way off in terms of being evil, right? So, yeah.
0: Right, exactly. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and so now we have, uh, after this thing, we've got Bobby doing her first kind of, well, not her first anti-Mars thing. She kind of totally went against Mars in previous seasons. But being on Mars, uh, doing something uh, for the Dirty Cop, side. And she doesn't really know what it is. She's agreed to as long as there's no weapons involved. You know, he's basically just tells her "Just leave a door open um, and we'll take care of the rest. And so she goes in. She tries to see what it is. um, And she kind of sees that it's something that's really not a big deal at all. Right. It's just kind of something that's sitting there. Um, And she ends up seeing that a couple of belters come and pick it up. And she was like, what? Belters on Mars? And again, another big plot line for the season starts here belters and mars working together yeah kind of
1: yeah yeah and because i have knowledge because i've read the novels yeah this is important let's just say that
0: yeah very important um more cool technology with uh the visor that she wears um being able to kind of you know having zooming technology and able to kind of really zoom in and she's she, t- she can tell it's a belter because of the neck tattoos um which, which I, I uh, was kind of and cool. the
1: neck tattoos were actually covered, covered up right so yeah. they had some sort of external, like uh, ghost, like a X-ray vision, right?
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, to actually detect that, which is amazing. Yeah, which I thought was was super, super cool. And so she's just like, wait, what? Like that totally surprise number one. He says a cop. Surprise number two. He's working with Belters. Like this is totally bizarre. Yeah. Uh, and the
1: and the politics doesn't matter to him. He said that right. So right. Ah, this politics and there's making money.
0: Yep. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. So and we're gonna go to the next scene, which is where. Uh, Mercury and Dr. Lucia kind of have uh, another kind of intense moment again because any scene with Mercury in it is intense. But he's basically saying, Take a look at my leg. Um, and she's like, Oh, it's healing quickly. And this is where Mercury and Naomi kind of have a showdown a little bit. Mercury or er, Naomi starts yelling at him, basically calling him out for who he is somebody who just wants to be in control. And she's kind of throwing belter attitude at him, and suddenly becomes very weak and collapses and this is I think the moment Naomi realizes uh, after talking to Lucia who tells her we had people die like bone density stuff doesn't take on for everybody yeah she yeah, probably the whole, get out of here
1: yeah the whole force of will can get you a long ways but it's not going to help you when physically you, you give out
0: yeah no exactly and, so, and you
1: can't control your own body the body does what the body wants yep. and it's like this you know, you, you can't stay up for eighteen hours or like eighteen days or whatever, or being in a gravity well where your body's not accustomed to it and not have some sort of sickness, right? Or you, or you, 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 even catching like a common cold. Yeah, you can't you can't reduce the risk, but ultimately it's just our existence, and you see that even the most powerful person or having the most powerful will. Yeah, oh Naomi, I feel for her.
0: I know, I feel for her too, man. She's. Uh. Uh, it's, it's it's crazy um Dominique tipper portrays Naomi s- just phenomenally she's such such a good actor uh,
1: and it, it's it's funny because I've son- I've seen interviews with her she wasn't just science fiction until she got cashed for the, the expense she was a dancer in the like, concerts and backup singers and she was in that lifestyle the whole musicals lifestyle so entertainment but and, not not and, like and this. Jim, yeah, not like this. Now she's in a hardcore science fiction fiction uh, uh, series and she's just killing it. it
0: it's amazing. Talk about a different world. My oh,
1: wow. Naomi Nakata. Right? It's like,
0: uh Dominique uh, Tipper, uh, good on you, girl. Yeah, very, very much so. Uh, all right. So the next scene after that, we've got Bobby back with Isai, uh, who proves again that he's very good at watching because he's like just saying he's waiting to, waiting to see how long it would take before she stabs him. And she was totally ready to. She had the shiv ready to go, but he basically recruits her in the scene saying like, hey, I could use you for more stuff. Moving on, we see that the Belters are going to move forward with some kind of a plan, and then we continuing go to see um, Dr. Lucia and Naomi have a very serious conversation where she's basically telling her, I'm sorry, you just can't be on the planet, or you're going to die. And Naomi kind of coming to grips with that.
1: Yeah, and again, it's... It's pride, it's hubris, it's stubbornness, it's pickheadedness, and ultimately, sometimes, even the most pickheaded person on the face of the planet realizes it's probably not a good idea to be on the face of the planet. Right. So, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah,
0: and then, uh, kind of bringing this episode to a close, we have some crazy proto molecule action. Uh, Where we see one of those horn things kind of come out of the, either come out of the ground or it just started spinning. Either way, it's spinning. And Holden's like, yo, what's this? Like, we got to shut this down immediately. And he has zero hesitation. Yeah. It would be a bit disconcerting. Just a little I, bit. Like a, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and Dr. Akhoi is like, what are you doing? We can't just break this. And he's like, yeah, you don't know what we're dealing with here. Uh, a, a more, you know, of a need to know kind of a situation, right? Like, I know more than you. We need to shut this down immediately. Um,
1: oh, we have very def- very different priorities.
0: Right, exactly. She wants to study it. Right? She wants to get to know yeah. it. And he just wants to destroy it. And um, so we see this uh, really crazy scene where we have this torpedo launched from the Rossi. Uh you can see it flying over everybody. Mercury kind of looks up and sees it. Uh and it's this interesting scene where it's like, "Oh, what's what's Mercury going to think about a missile flying overhead?" Uh and then that leads right into Mercury who had been uh spying um on the Belters, shutting down a a coup of sorts and uh killing some more Belters. And that's where the episode ends. Another intense moment. Uh oh, oh, and did you catch that, Ian? So, Holden basically said, Okay,
1: launch a, a non nuclear missile strike. He actually used the words non nuclear.
0: <laughs> so, to, there's to nukes on to the differentiate, Rossi
1: differentiate, yeah, so to, to, to yeah. So, to actually to differentiate, yeah, don't know, we don't want to nuke it, we just use you know, conventional munitions to actually just try to destroy it. <laughs> that's one of those subtleties that's going. Oh, right. We're in this ball game. Okay.
0: Oh my gosh. That's so intense. Uh and it as far as we can tell, it really does explode and stop. So, yeah, in theory, yeah. he does shut it down and we are brought to the end of episode 3, another very intense. Uh we have another shot of Murtry supposedly from, you know, kind of a a point of view of the guy who's on the ground and Murtry basically just shooting him in the head. Just boom and um Murtry getting off on it yep
1: it's just the cost of doing business yep and it's uh there's some uh, bonuses if you're in that uh, s- uh psych world of Murky's head yeah which is it's just disturbing
0: yeah so we yeah this episode I think I, I I as we were recording and I realized how much this this episode really does set up the rest of the season uh which is cool um but we're gonna end it there if you have any last thoughts Uh yeah this is the third episode uh
1: it Usually, it's the third episode where it put all these little uh, and, uh, 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 tea leaves and, and, and links and just where you think the plot is going to fold. So this is a really important episode, mm-hmm. and but it's just a, it's the subtleties, it's the small things that's important. Yes, I can't stress that, stress that enough.
0: Very much so. Let's real quick as we bring us to a close, go over some um, social media stuff. I'm Ian the Beard on Twitter. Joel, you are. I'm
1: Joel underscore Welch W E L C H, and before I I let you off, Ian, let me say Mm -hmm. this: You created something on YouTube recently, right? I
0: did, yes. Uh, Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, so let's let's uh, we can we can maybe I can bug Chris about putting a link in the description to a video I did where I compared all ten intros for each episode of the season because of something that um, Shankar had said during the live tweeting of episode uh, one and two, which is that there were some Easter eggs and some changes in the intros. So I went through uh, meticulously uh, to figure out what the changes were and I found each uh, all the Easter eggs and everything, which is pretty cool. Uh, it is on the Expanse subreddit. Um, the, our, our Twitter account, at Crash Couch, uh, tweeted it out as well if you wanted to check it out, but it's pretty cool. Short video, like three minutes long, um, but it kind of shows some Really cool, funny strikes from the visual effects team. You know, uh, you
1: know as someone who really loves storytelling, I really love it when fans like yourself, Ian, actually goes down into the shot, into very specific details just to uh, you know, to deconstruct it and to analyze it. It's like Murti and violence. To me, it's just detail-oriented stuff.
0: Good on you, sir. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun playing detective. All right, well, that's going to be it. So we will see you for our next episode of uh, The Crash Couch. Have a good... Morning, afternoon, commute, night, all of those things. See ya. Yeah, take care. Be safe.